Hey, Daniel here from Markers on the Map, and this week, join us along with our special guest as we take a deep dive into the world of Fall Guys, where we discuss levels, costumes, strategies, and more, delving into Mediatonic's absolute masterpiece of the genre. So come on, join us for our grandest gaming adventure yet. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter at Markers on the Map, and thanks for listening. Yakuza like a dragon. Yakuza like a dragon. Yakuza like a dragon. Now that that's all taken care of, uh, welcome to a very special episode of Markers on the Map. We're going to be talking all about Fall Guys and Fall Guys only today. And we're actually joined, uh, me, Daniel, and my co-host Robert are joined today by a special guest. Someone I know who's played Fall Guys more than anybody else that I know. Uh, Her name is Darla. Hello, Darla. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good to have you here. So she'll be joining us for these conversations because the three of us have played Fall Guys a lot. Um, We've played Fall Guys together a lot. And honestly, we just love the game. We we have our issues with the game, of course. (laughs) But overall, we really like it. But before we get started, how are you, Robert? Pretty all right, actually. I've been pretty good. Uh, Same as usual. Nothing changed. How about you? I'm doing well. Darla, how are you? I've been pretty okay. Weather's been changing, so it's a little too hot for me, but I'm doing okay. Just trying to stay cool. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of hot. <laughs> so, I was thinking, you guys remember that show on Nickelodeon, Guts? Oh, you mean the one hosted by Mike O'Malley? The one hosted by Mike O'Malley. <laughs> yes, clearly. <laughs> it's like a sports competition where... We have, like, five rounds of, like, extreme sports challenges that kids did, and they'd be on, there'd be, like, a blue kid, a a purple kid, and a red kid, and they'd, like, compete over points. But for some reason, ever since Fall Guys came out, I can't help but make the comparison to the end of Fall Guys, um, one of the final rounds, Fall Mountain, being, like, the aggro crag from Nickelodeon Guts, which was a mountain where (laughs) things get thrown down at the competitors and they have to climb up and, like, weave their way through it and dodge things and they have to, like, touch little lights and everything. So I I can never help but think Fall Guys is, like, it has to be inspired by Nickelodeon Guts. At least inspired. The aggro crag, definitely. I just... And especially considering there is the three sides that you can go up. It's, exactly. It's, it's bound to be. And if I were to contact Fall Guys, they would probably agree. I feel like Mediatonic might say that, yeah, maybe Fall Mountain might be <laughs> inspired by yeah. the aggro crag. But I just thought that, you know, they put... We, we've talked about Paramount Plus here with Chalk Zone and everything, Robert. Mm-hmm. Um, they put Nickelodeon Guts on there. So if you have Paramount Plus... <laughs> You might want to go check some of it out because it's it's a good solid 24 minutes of TV every episode. It's a nice little fun, relaxing thing to watch. But just imagine Mike O'Malley's voice just being a fall guy going the whole time. <laughs> Guts, I know you told me about it. That's before my time, though. I didn't watch it growing up. I barely learned about it. You know what this does remind me of? The fall guys? What? Takashi's Castle. 
Yeah, we remember we were talking about that like way, way early on. I, I think Fall Guys was the first game we ever talked about on this podcast, Markers on the Map. And we brought it up a few times. I think we brought it up in the uh, first special episode we did based on one game, the Deadly Premonition game. So we, we've brought up Takeshi's Castle before. It reminds me of Wipeout, the TV show. Yeah, that's that uh, was true. definitely one of the one of the references. And, um, and, you know, they made a Wii game of Wipeout, I believe. Oh, God. <laughs> or about American Ninja. It has to be one of oh, them, too. definitely American Ninja. I, have you seen the original American Ninja? They used to show it on G4. No. They used to show, like, the Japanese version. I believe Dave Wittenberg, um, voice actor for, like, K- K- uh, Kakashi from Naruto, I think was, like, the host of it. Like, the narrator or whatever. I could be wrong on that, but they used to show reruns of that on, on G4 all the time. And then, of course, they do American Ninja Warrior and all that. But I, I mean, also talk about, like, American Gladiator. Oh, yeah. That was, like, Anything from the like 70s. That. These competition shows, these shows where there's, like, insane challenges giant objects or like giant falling objects obstacles and all that fall guys really has not only taken a lot of inspiration i think but it's also kind of taken over a lot of the the gaming world Mm -hmm. um we're in the fourth season of fall guys currently which i mean i think we can all agree that every season of fall guys has been better than the last i i can agree i also think that in terms of the battle royale craze mm-hmm. that's been happening, I feel like Fall Guys just is very inclusive. It's it's for all ages. It's very just whimsical. It's fun. The characters are adorable, and the costuming and everything like that. It's just very inclusive. Yeah, you know. I don't know so. about a six foot tall giant being chasing after you. <laughs> I don't find that adorable. He's six foot tall. But I still don't believe that lore. <laughs> or the lore that they're like eyeballs inside of a like yeah, fall guy's suit, oh. or that they taste with their feet. It has fall to be a joke. Posting some weird stuff. I has refuse to, be a joke. to believe that. I believe that the little advertisements that they have for the fall guys occasionally, the Christmas advertisement. Oh, they're adorable. The ba- they are still six feet tall, but they are whimsical beans, and I love them. <laughs> and. I was I was talking about this with you uh, last night when we were playing. I was saying this is like the only battle royale I like that isn't a Tetris 99 or a Pac-Man 99 because it's so approachable. Right. And we've mm-hmm. often discussed how Fall Guys is something that needs to stay approachable. You you look at Fall Guys and and many people I've listened to and read have said this, you know what you're supposed to do on Fall Guys. You instantly know what you're supposed to do. You know to dodge the ball that's coming down at you. You know to jump over the little things that are going to knock you around or not get hit by the windmill and whirly gig, which ends up happening most of the time mm-hmm. anyway. So it, the clear instructions, a good look, an engaging battle pass system, a lot of good rounds and some not so good some, rounds. Yeah. <laughs> Questionable rounds. Yeah, I think overall has made this free PS Plus game for us back in August just just the delight and a joy and the fact that we're still as engaged with it we might even be more engaged with it than we were in august um speaks a lot to the accomplishments of the team at media tonic i agree (laughs) (laughs) so just for formal reasons we are going to keep this episode news rumor and then games yeah but we're, we're, we're strictly sticking with Fall Guys this week, so there's only a little tiny bit. 
last week, right after our 36th episode went up, Mediatonic had a post on their blog about Fall Guys. As we know, Fall Guys is coming to Switch and Xbox. Yes. They announced it for a summer 2021 release date, but I guess that's being pushed back because they're working on new features for the game. Maybe crossplay is going to be a thing. Which would be a great addition considering the majority of my friends who play Fall Guys uh, are usually playing on PC. And and we were we were thinking about crossplay with PC and how that might be an issue with cheaters on the PC, but right. console crossplay at least is a step in the right direction. Right. I, I, I can see console not being a problem anymore, but for PC, I don't know. I, I don't think you can really use the argument of cheating. I think cheating is going to happen no matter what because yeah. it's not even a PS5 game yet, so it's still a PS4 hardware. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still hoping for that next-gen update myself. Maybe when they launch the Switch and the Xbox version, they launch yeah. the PS5 update. And then that blog post also came with some news that there's no, like, definitive release date for season 4.5 yet but that there's going to be two brand new rounds in it i'm going to go on a limb here and i'm going to say one of those is going to be a final because we've not seen a final with the 4041 theme yet Mm. Hmm. maybe we'll see well we only have six finals too so it would be refreshing to have a new final i'm I'm interested to see what kind of final it might be. You know, is it going to be a race? Is it going to be a survival? You know, what what can we expect from this specifically? I'm hoping for a race. I think we have enough survival finals. Can we just say we need a cart-themed race? Could you imagine? Robert talks about that all the time. Robert really? says there should be a cart-themed level. That would be incredible. And he c- said, what if Short could- Circuit, but Mario Kart? What about futuristic cars? We are living in the future. Flying cars with the Fall Guys? Or what if Hoverboard Heroes, probably the worst game of Season 4, was on some hoverboards and you flew around? <laughs> oh it was actually on the hoverboards? Yeah, I know we talk about the game's accessibility and simplification and making sure everybody understands what to do, but you you can't lie. Fall guys flying around in little hoverboards would be kind of go. <laughs> it's it's not complicated either, you know. But I also feel like that would be a good race round as well. Yeah, you know, just not not even a final. Yeah, might be a little too long and complicated as a final, but a three lap final round. Yeah, like good. a like a new race mm-hmm. that's like well, they... short circuit but three laps and yeah. winner gets a crown mm-hmm. or just a one long long race. circuit or yeah. something like that. Exactly. Like a fall mountain but on a course yeah. that's got an ending like exactly. a start and a finish. Exactly. Yeah. So, as far as Fall Guys news goes, it's been pretty quiet aside from that. I know at the time of recording they're doing a survey. You could go take that survey for 5 crowns. Yes. Um and with that being said, I do have one other little piece of news here. Hmm. Whatever could it be, right here on the old desk. It's a Nintendo Direct rumor. And this rumor is sponsored by Markers on the Map Presents Trial by Energy Drink. This week's flavor is Fruit Shoot Freeze. For when the fruit is falling and knocking you off the platform... And the watermelons are coming down. I was going to say, hopefully it's not the all-watermelon round. <laughs> we had the all-watermelon round, and it, t- the, it turned into berries at the end. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Fruit Shoot Freeze. It's for a little game called Stand Girls. The ultimate crossover is here. A fighting game to surpass Skullgirls. 
An evil force overtakes Lara Croft on her latest expedition, and she emerges holding a sinister bow and arrow. It compels her to travel this world and others to seek out those worthy of the arrow's power for the ultimate fighting tournament. Behind Lara, a spirit figure emerges and crosses its arms. This mysterious being is commonly referred to as a stand. A new 2D fighter with the graphics of Guilty Gear, but the gameplay of Street Fighter is here, and it's only on the Nintendo Switch. Clash in chaotic one-on-one -on -one fights using punches, kicks, ranged, and melee attacks, and all manner of unique specials as worlds collide in a way that no fighting game crossover has ever before. A chaotic story unfolds as Lara Croft invades the worlds of more characters than one game can possibly handle. Hailing from the Vladov Ursacor, Moe's uses her stand Iron Bear to blast near-endless waves of bullets at her foes. Then she swoops into the smoke to finish them off with a melee, or uses recurring hex grenades to finish the job from a distance. From the Mushroom Kingdom's castle, Princess Peach harnesses the mythic energy of her own stand, Starfy, to send waves of celestial star bits at her opponents, devastating them with a variety of status ailments and debuffs. Then she goes on the offensive with her parasol for high-piercing damage. From a demon-infested utopia, Lady steps forth, unleashing the power of her stand, Devil May Cry. With it, she not only has pistols, but also a shotgun, a rocket launcher, swords, nunchucks, and even a hat? Conquer all opponents with the game's largest arsenal of weaponry, both close quarters and ranged. All with one character, not three. Dawn emerges from the snowy caves of the Sinnoh region to join the tournament with her dual stand, Diamond and Pearl, where two mighty creatures of space and time can shift her position in the arena and slow her opponents to a crawl before unleashing a mighty beam attack or scratching through the fabric of space-time itself. Psycho steps out from the streets of Ijincho, wielding the majestic dragon with her stand, Ryuga Gotoku, empowering her with a suit of armor, an incredible defense buffs so that she has no problem as a close-range melee fighter, whacking people with the heaviest designer bag that exists. Dimitrescu is torn from her castle home, and the arrow brings forth a miraculous new power, the Stand Tyrant, a multi-phase stand that evolves and becomes stronger the more damage she takes, allowing her to reward players who take a calculated risk as the match goes on. But from the same world, Jill Valentine wields the monstrous Stand Nemesis, and used as a rocket launcher and other heavy artillery to become one of the game's hardest hitters and biggest damage dealers, despite her low health. Even the Mystic Ruins themselves have a champion representing them, to call the Echidna, unleashing the power of the Chaos Emeralds with her stand Knuckles, because it wouldn't be a fighting game of any type without her main man Knuckles. And this is but the tip of the ice cap zone for the game, as over 30 playable characters will be here from the start, with at least 6 seasons of DLC characters planned to ensure that a growing player base is here for years to come. Join friends and enemies online as you power through the leaderboards, upgrade your profile, earn hundreds of titles and stand coins to purchase new colors and cosmetics for every character. Take on the challenge of a lifetime in various arcade modes and special daily events as the never-ending tournament blazes forth as each new warrior develops a stand ability. Face Lara and her minions as an ever-developing story evolves over time. Factions are formed, alliances are made, and bonds are broken. It's every universe in one. And to look into the future 
Not even shows or comics are safe from the bow and arrow and stand girls exclusively on the Nintendo Switch. Okay, but the crossover potential of this one? Yeah, I'm waiting for the DLC. Some exciting uh, characters that I would like to see. That's the longest yeah. wish room we've ever had. <laughs> it's a pretty long rumor. I don't think it quite beats out the Star Fox one. I don't think you could fake this one. There's no way someone put this amount of time to fake something like this. Yeah, and clearly we're a fan of crossover potential. Yes. And this is a very convincing rumor. Um, of course, we know Lara Croft uses a bow and arrow in the Tomb Raider game, so it stands haha, to reason mm. that she would have the stand bow and arrow from, of course, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, popular yes. manga and anime series. I'm just trying to think of uh, some potential crossovers that I would like to see from this. Well, according to the rumor, neither shows nor comic books are safe from the stand bow and arrow, so we can we can go beyond video games the dlc for this is like an endless potential of and and look last week me and robert talked about a fighting game that looked like guilty gear that played like street fighter and here we are with this wish fulfillment rumor Mm -hmm. that does the best of both worlds and crosses over some of our favorite games even new games like resident evil village like dimitrescu is in there that game's not even out yet it comes out tomorrow (laughs) yeah so from where i'm standing this is this is one of the this best This has rumors. a lot of potential to it. Yeah. We have Saiko from Yakuza Like a Dragon. Yakuza Like a Dragon. I love that game. <laughs> um, Dawn, of course, from Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Her, her, one, of our, yeah. one of our favorites. And Diamond and Pearl, not to go off the topic of uh, Fall Guys, but Diamond and Pearl, you know, being resurrected, coming yeah. back, you know. Yeah, we talked about that a few weeks back. Yeah, that's... Uh, I would be excited to play as her because uh, Dialga and Palkia, definitely yeah, one of my favorites. Or some of my favorites. We also can't ignore the Knuckles in the room. That Knuckles is a, a featured a stand. stand. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Always the side character, though, let's be real. <laughs> hey. Always coming out to someone else. words on this podcast. <laughs> Knuckles is the main man. I'm looking forward to this one, that's for sure. I, I love a good fighting game. Do you think this will be the Street Fighter killer? Do I think it'll be the Street Fighter killer? Yeah, that's um, like the best one. Maybe, maybe. Some Street Fighter crossovers. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming Cammy might be a crossover in this, or Chun-Li, or Jury. Um, I'm surprised they're not as... Well, the roster starts with 30, 30 characters, so they're probably in there. But overall, I feel like this has the capacity to be Street Fighter killer. It's got the same gameplay, but it looks like Guilty Gear and also crossover potential. Those are big words to say. <laughs> Street Fighter is the best. Street Fighter is the best, but once we get our hands on Stand Girls, I think we'll be in good standing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, though. We got one game to talk about this week, and... If you've been listening to this episode, you know it's going to be Fall Guys. So, I thought we'd do a five-round gauntlet, just like Nickelodeon Guts, <laughs> in our discussion mm. of Fall Guys. So, Darla, which color would you like? Blue, red, or purple? Hmm, considering the colors I usually play on Fall Guys, I'm going to go with blue today. Okay, Robert, would you like red or purple for your team color? I'll pick purple. Okay, I'll take red then. <laughs> Alright, so, round one. Fall Guys Season 2. 
Fall Guys Season 2 was announced and released about a month and a half, I believe, after the game came out. Maybe two months. I think it was early October. Yeah, early October. Um, Season 2 had an interesting theme. It was medieval. Yes. That means we have new costumes like the wizard. We had dragons, Mm -hmm. knights. We had dwarves. Um, Who else do we have? Yeah, the 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 trolls, the ogre. Yeah, so Season 2 was their first time changing things up. Switching things Switching things Mm -hmm. around, giving things a real cohesive theme. So... The biggest round of, of Season 2 is, is the original first round of Season 2, um, a game that I liked a little more earlier on. It's Night Fever. Uh, Night Fever's a race round. Yes. And <laughs> it's gotten to be kind of annoying lately. Yeah, I think they've uh, I think they've changed up the ease of it. I still remember when the round first came out and people had some time to get used to it. It was still generally one of the rounds that people had the most difficulty with, particularly the rotating spikes mm-hmm. that come uh, after the first run through with the uh, the axes from yeah. above. Um, that generally was what held people back because even if you progressed through the first one, if you got hit off at the second one, you would be thrown back completely. And it was just a frustrating point for a lot of people, including myself. Uh, including someone who had spent hours and hours playing the first season and not encountering anything of that nature at that point. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how I feel about Night Fever. I don't know if it's gotten harder later on. I feel like on. it's gotten harder. I don't think it's gotten harder later on. I mean, the, the seesaw one that they have now, that's... Uh, I mean, aside it, from just jumping and grabbing, it, it does get frustrating. At first, it is hard because there's such a big gap, but once you really understand... My method is I just wait for everyone else to move to one side because they obviously feel like, oh, this side is not going down. Let me go to the other side. Everyone does this. I'm just like, I'm just going to wait here until someone... Until enough people are on the other side and I just jump ahead. Yeah, I mean, it, it has its ways of getting around it. Um, but speaking of that spike floor part, I swear I feel like they changed that or changed the speed of it because I used to do that flawlessly every time and now it's like all of a sudden a problem. <laughs> Maybe mm. because we think we have expectations that we're going to fail that part, so we just do. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the expectation of... I, I just feel like it's kind of been the same to me. I don't think it's gotten any easier or harder. Yeah, it's definitely not a hard round and it's definitely a round that the three of us can finish it's still a round that takes people a while. Yeah. Not as long as another one we'll get to, but... <laughs> so, Night Fever, I'm gonna go ahead and give that an A on... We're, we'll do a little tier list. We'll rank things. I'll give it an A. Put in the A tier for me. Yeah, it's A. I, I wouldn't... It's not any... It, there's more difficult obstacles than that one, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Uh, I will also give it an A because I feel like it's a fun round. I enjoy races probably more than any other type of round. Yeah, they're so. definitely the most chill. Yeah. Next up, wall guys. <laughs> I don't wall, like wall, wall guys. guys. <laughs> wall guys. I used to like wall guys. The first time I beat it, I'm like, ah, I'm good at this. Now, fans, ramps. Actually, the fans variant is my favorite version of Wall Guys. It's the easiest version. (laughs) Not when you get stuck in a perpetual loop between the fan and the final wall. (laughs) I I don't like the fan one because it made it easier. That's my problem with it. There's also the one with the fan at the very end that tries to blow people away. I don't like that one. I don't think I've ever encountered that one. We had that one. We encountered that one last night. Somehow I made it. Wall Guys, 
it's it's important to pay attention when wall guy starts because you can actually see the paths and a lot of times there's a path and then a lot of times there's also not a path and you have to start messing with things yeah i don't like it when uh another person moves messes up the path in the sense of they move a platform or no one wants to push the platform because no one wants to be the one that helps everyone else to not make it at the end yeah, that's the problem that comes up in another season two round. I feel like we got a theme going here. This was actually, that was one of the biggest concerns um, expressed on the Fall Guys Twitter when they first released Wall Guys, was that it's just beneficial for other people more so than it is yourself, because you are the last one, the last guy out when you are pushing that block in order to get up. I feel like Wall Guys was the first time they added a, a bit of a layer of complexity to one of the rounds. Yeah, it was it was something a little different than other races. Than just running and jumping. Yeah, project. yeah, exactly. This um, was climbing. Uh, for wall guys, I'm gonna say it's 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 C tier, maybe yeah. D tier. I'm gonna say a solid C tier. I give regular wall guys a B, but everything else that has fans or anything like that, I give it a, a D. It makes it mm-hmm. too easy for everyone else. It doesn't have that. I have an edge basically when it's regular because it's like this is basically standard platforming and we all know we do standard platforming so it's just like yeah eh, it's easy for me but add the fans it just makes everyone have even playing grounds uh i give it a c tier overall just because uh i generally suck at it <laughs> and i'm i'm a sweat at fall guys so any round that i can't beat seamlessly i usually don't like but that's just me I'm glad it gives me a challenge. I appreciate that. But there are other rounds that give me even more of a challenge that I've learned and strategized with. Wall Guys is just one of those games that unless there's a clear path, you can't strategize because you're pitted against everyone else. Yeah. You start yeah, position and everything. True. Uh, Egg Siege is next. <laughs> or as I like to say, Egg Scramble, but a little tiny bit better. Um, this is a team game where you have eggs, of course. You take them into your area, and your areas are really tall, and you have to go through, you know, some obstacles to get to it. It's not like your typical egg scramble where you're just in a, in a small arena. It's a team game with egg grabbing. It's usually low player count. Yeah. Um, usually 18, I want to say. 18 or, uh, 15. Um, overall, uh... I got some issues with the with the team games, but this one shows up, and I've not had a problem with like competency in this one. And you can usually just go duck in a corner with a with a golden egg. <laughs> hey, all right, so egg siege. Uh, we'll get to team games later on. Yeah, it, uh, I think it's probably the best team game. I don't think I've played egg siege and been frustrated at a teammate not doing what they're supposed to do. There's obviously a couple. Some obviously they don't stop holding on to you or try to get your egg. It's like we're on the same team, but. I like the premise of it's much harder to get an egg out. You've done so much work to grab a golden egg or any type of regular egg, and you throw it in your basket, but then another team would just come up and get it like it's no problem. I like how this does have a challenge where it rolls into a, a lower platform, and then yeah. there's a really narrow, like kind of small egg-shaped door that you have to like throw it in there or try to jump it over. It, it almost feels like this is what egg uh, scramble should have been from the get-go. Yeah. Um, like they learned from it, but then they keep the smaller one. And it's funny because the, the 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 egg siege usually has less players than egg scramble would, so it's it's interesting. It feels like they should be switched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh I feel like egg siege is less of a free for all kind of thing. Uh, I think the mm. uh the weird thing to point out, but I think the distance between 
you as the fall guy and the eggs to begin with makes it a little easier because if you know how to like do the run and jump for the gold egg versus in egg scramble which i feel like usually has more people than egg siege yeah it does uh i feel like it makes it a little bit easier than egg siege because egg siege is just chaos <laughs> basically egg siege can go wrong if it doesn't go right from the start or egg scramble excuse me and egg scramble can go wrong at any point uh i might <laughs> have an i might have a, a fix for this one <laughs> what if instead of egg siege they just put in a regular match of rainbow six siege i knew you, i saw it coming from a mile away <laughs> Did it's a you? new round of Fall Guys, Rainbow <laughs> Six Siege. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and you get to play as the Fall Guys. And they have no abilities. You just run in and grab eggs. But, but it's a Siege map. Jump. You, they can't jump. Cause yeah, it's they Rainbow can't Six jump. Siege. <laughs> um, egg Siege, I'm going to say it's a, it's a C tier, personally. Yeah. Uh, it's B. It's one of the better team-based games. Obviously, there's always going to be someone trying to, on whatever team, someone's grabbing the wrong teammate grabbing the wrong egg or whatever but uh, it's one of the better ones in it's my got opinion. a lot of space sure i'm never too disappointed when it comes up so i'm gonna give it a low b tier rating and we're saving finals for the end of the of the show but so our our last remaining season two game is one that got added in the 2.5 update this is what i was referring to oh no wait we got we we do got one and it's funny it would it would not have been a problem if I forgot it. Hoopsie <laughs> Legends. Bye. Oh, <laughs> this is a game where you go around grabbing six hoops. Golds are worth five. People fight for the golds. People oh, have to man. push platforms. Uh, the white loops are worth one. I I, mm. th- I mean I didn't like this game that much before, but after our last Fall Guys session and it showed up like every round. Oh boy. Quite literally, my least favorite Fall Guys game, probably. And that's saying a lot. Wow. Um, I think I might like egg, see- or egg scramble a little a little less in fall ball, but Hoopsie Legends is no good. I don't, I don't like it. No. Hoopsie Legend, if it's 18 left in the round, it's I have a stronger possibility of making it. But when it's 12, no. I've more or less, if I don't get an, uh, like at least two whites or gold off the back, it's probably impossible for me because everyone else is just trying to grab some, and you're kind of... I don't like that you stand in one location and you're just waiting for it. It's like, I know one's going to appear right in front of me and it doesn't. And you walk away, you turn around and you see someone else grabbing the exact same hoop you thought was going to be there. Yeah. I don't like that. It's, I mean, you can predict where the the gold and white ones will be, but at the same time, <laughs> Bro, people are, pe- so can everybody else. Talk, talk about people just standing on the platform waiting for you to push it, to push it to the goal. Like, yeah, I'm going to wait for you to push it, even though, like, you're trying to get this goal. I'm just going to wait on top of you until you push it because I'm going to get it. It's just like, no, I'm not going to push the platform. And I just think one of the biggest faults of, of, well, besides it being my least favorite level, one of the biggest faults is that you only have one gold ring spawn until like for the entire Mm. time until someone grabs it there's never two gold rings on the field so that game generally lasts upwards of five minutes sometimes even longer and that's just not it's just not cool because then you have one person pulling the platform away from the gold ring so we can't get a new gold ring to spawn gives you more time to grab some white rings but at the same time people are a lot of people who aren't focused on the gold ring are 
frantic with the white rings. So I was the only way I can really realistically see it fixed is if they have permanent ramps on the on the platforms that go mm-hmm. up and down, and then have the gold not spawn every time. Like there doesn't have to be a gold every time out there. It could be maybe. 30 seconds of gold spawns in and it goes on a certain platform that's not hard to get on but obviously it takes a bit of skill to get on top of it kind of like a uh, wall guys i would say like that is there not also oh no i'm thinking of uh hoopsie daisy from season one the variant where the fans are there and you have to jump in the mm. air ah uh, yeah i don't think that that's part of um hoopsie legends at this point but... no it's it's who knows? We'll stick with post-launch content, but Hoopsie Daisy is a little bit better, I think. Yeah. I per- I, I love Being that. a team, I it's one level. of the better team games, yeah, I think. Anyway, very. is our lowest tier going to be D or F? There's F tier. Okay. I'm going to give I have Hoopsie a lower Legends tier an F. Than that. I'm going to say throw it into the void and get rid of it completely. I was going to say throw it in the Shadow Realm. <laughs> Put it in the Shadow Realm. Yes. That's going to be okay. my lowest void. That's going to be my lowest <laughs> rank. Throw it in the... Uh, it could be no, like Merrick here. It... Hoopsie Legends, you are banished to the Shadow Realm. I give it a D. Mm. It, I have good moments, and you and I've done really good in, most of the time, but there are maybe like one or two games. But it's like one or two games that shouldn't outweigh like the five other I do well at. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And finally for season two, big fans introduced in the 2.5 update. This is that one that people still have a big issue with actually big getting to the... You know, the finish line. Um, I'm alright at it myself. I like big fans. It's one of my favorite races. Yeah. I I can agree with that. I used to not be super great at it, and then you just learn to strategize, and it has definitely become one of my favorites because it, it involves strategy. It's a little more challenging, I think. Yeah. As a first round, yes, that's fine. As any first round in a later round match, like if it's a round two, it's a little bit more difficult, but it's just standard like I would say it's a B standard type of like platform first round map. Yeah. I I'm personally going to throw big fans into the A tier. I never mind when it comes up and I know a lot of people do because it's challenging, but I've gotten into the groove with it. There's usually a giant fan at the end that can have you skip over. I'm good at uh jumping over the the thing that tries to knock you off and so I'm going to give yeah. I'm going to give big fans the A tier. Uh, yeah, I'll bump it up to an A. Uh, I'm also going to give it uh, an A tier ranking. Don't forget, we have S tier as well for our favorite levels. Oh, true. I don't think none of them are going to hit S tier for (laughs) I have some S tier levels. I might, I might, (laughs) I might. So that's season two. Round two of our Nickelodeon Guts Fall Guys competition is going to be season three. This was introduced in December as a winter slash Christmas update. We've got things like a free Santa Claus costume. We've got reindeers. Um, elves, elves, some DLC like the skiers, some polar bears, the Amazon. Like I, I was gonna say, was this not when they introduced Amazon Prime as a yeah? Uh, they did exclusive. Uh, so content. they had the Christmas sweater one. Yes, for Amazon Prime. Um, and season three up until season four was where I thought Fall Guys was at its best. It's the first time that I personally ever completed the tiers for a season, and. It started out with a, a, a round you could play that had just the new game, so I, I learned to love them fairly quickly. The first is Tundra Run. It is a race that everybody kind of quickly figured out. You can just go through the side, and it's generally easy. There's a few little tricks with the bumpers at the end. Um, I think it's a great first round, a little chaotic at the beginning, mm-hmm. with everybody all being bunched up into like a tunnel while things are being shot at you. And there, if you decide to go through the middle, you can use the like fists that they have to launch you up. If if you get lucky, you might 
you know, pass over some obstacles. Tundra Run is all right. Uh, yeah, so I remember when the when Season 3 first came out in Tundra Run, because I was also playing on the um, exclusive uh, Season 3 level ma- or, um, mm. event, and Tundra Run gave me some headaches for the first couple of times, and this is before I knew that you could go on the sides, and I was trying to use the middle lane using the bumper fists to try to like hop over everything and then you get to that like middle part after that where you have the fan and you just kept getting blown off or blown into the fists and then it would just shoot you off of the map yeah and there's the fan that blows you into the bumpers too so i still take the sides to this day as much as i could probably take the middle lane um the sides are just a safe bet we're usually hitting you know between first and fifth to make it in if you take the side so if you're looking to get those extra trophies in you know your first person trophy or your um what is it called where you put an emote where you do yeah i forget what the trophy oh no wait because it just launches you in you can't actually pull it off on this one unless you emote before you launch off yeah so you could do it if you if if you if you manage to get to the uh to the beginning fast enough uh before you launch yourself off into the end you can emote and get a trophy from that uh, provided you do take the sides because the middle is not guaranteed, I don't think. Yeah. The beginning is fine with the tunnel. It's not too bad. You might trip over here and there, but it's not too bad. This I always go middle. I've never gone to the sides. Interesting. Uh, never went to the sides. I always went straight middle. And I always do pretty good. Maybe once or twice I've gotten pushed off, but I've done pretty well. Same part, still going in the middle. Now, which version of Tundra Run do you dislike at the end point? Is it the ball or there's like how the many one with the I thick re- bonk is the, the oh, giant the pendulum bonkers. thing yeah i don't like yes. that one I, that that's one's one you the hate. toughest one and then there's a, usually a fan the ones where you have the fan at the end instead of the bumpers that, that one's launch easy. you yeah I, I mean i don't like not being launched by the bumpers if there's a fan i start to have issues those yeah. the giant fan gaps i start to have issues <laughs> oh that is true it's so many versions but as a whole i would give it an a as well in my ranking but tundra run it's not a bad I usually mostly is it a second round or is it mostly a first, first round? round? It shows up it's as mostly both, a but it's mostly round. first. Um, yeah, it's not too bad. I'm gonna give it a B myself. Honestly, it's fine. Not my favorite first round, but it's pretty good. I was also going to give it a B. It's fun. It's a good race, but I don't think that it compares to some of the classic races or some of the newer races. Mm-hmm. Next up, Ski Fall. I've grown. Uh, I started out liking this game. Now I kind of like it a little less because for some reason it seems like it's gotten harder. But maybe that's just because everybody's kind of figured it out. Ski fall is like ski ball. You're jumping through hoops to get points, and you're jumping through bigger hoops to get bigger points at the end. Um, it's one of the more interesting games I would say that they've done, and really takes the concept of Fall Guys and applies it to something very unique and interesting. Um, so from a, a game design standpoint, I'd say it's a pretty cool round. <laughs> it's a cool, uh, ski fall. Uh, I mean, talk about no one. I don't think I've ever seen not one person. I've been the closest cause I didn't even recognize I was even that close to get the gold on the first like wheel. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like I, I don't think anyone back. goes. For, yeah. I don't think anyone goes for that first gold. Uh, mostly everyone just goes for uh, the bronze. I don't know. I don't think it's gotten any better or worse for me. I don't think I've ha- I've hated it more now than it was when it first came out. I found it uh, a fine mode to play. 
more than some other ones. But I will agree that there are frustrating moments where your character just... Because obviously it's on ice, you're skiing down. You yeah. want to jump forward or want to jump, but you just go crashing just straight down. Usually my issue is with hitting other people on that round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone trying to jump through the same hoop at the same time, especially in the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, I don't usually have that issue because I go around. Mm-hmm. So I like to bring myself down to the very bottom, and I've successfully, after... Months and months of practice have learned how to use the big fans at the end yeah. to blow me into the gold hoop at the end and then just do three rounds of that. It doesn't always work because sometimes it'll throw you into two and then you will be uh, 17 out of 18 people qualified and you can't make it to the last bronze ring. Learning pro strats for fall guys who are on markers on the map. <laughs> I, I, my pattern's always, it's always been bronze, silver oh try to go for gold but if you can't don't wait for it go silver and then gold and i just maybe do that like twice and that usually gets me through the next round go to silver try to get gold go for gold because then you can finish it in like less than two loops and i just want to be done with it and moved on to the next round i just i I don't know i feel like since you're on ice there's no point of waiting you should just always keep the momentum going that is true but you can also like cheese the ice by walk you you can like jump and then start running back upwards that's how i line myself up with it sometimes i don't know if that's the intended way to do it but i'm gonna say ski fall b tier mm. c uh i'm gonna go with a for ski fall i enjoy it i think it's fun and i think it's another one of those strategizing games and that's something that i just appreciate about fall guys is like them stepping up their mm. strategies rather than just you know seesaw Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all right next up we've got freezy peak freezy peak used to show up as a third round but it's gotten to the point where it can show up as a fourth round now too or a fifth round yeah yeah or a fifth round if you're really unlucky um freezy peak you gotta be for some reason as difficult as freezy peak is a mistake can cost you and usually does um there are so many things to watch out for, yet people are apparently really good at getting through uh, Freezy Peak, which is surprising because I've often lost after just one little tiny mistake on Freezy Peak. I would say it's one of the more difficult, maybe the most difficult of the single-player Fall Guys games. Uh, with this one, in the beginning, you obviously have there's different versions. There's, uh, there's one with it's just a fist with fans and this and that. There's obviously they have different versions. Uh, they're all kind of terrible i think early on this is around three you can make one mistake and you'll be fine oh yeah maybe two if you're hitting the fourth and fifth round you cannot make a single mistake the second you make a mistake at all i've gone to the point where i'm at the end and i just trip and i get back up and i lose not to mention the checkpoint the first checkpoint is pretty devious because it's not till way into the round that you get that first checkpoint where do you get it you get it after you pass by the fists that you get launched up into. Mm. The ones on the ground on that platform. Oh. Yeah. So if you lose from there, you get sent back to the yeah, start. Yeah, that's pretty... I don't even pay attention to checkpoints anymore. I just <laughs> want to make it through. I don't like the tunnel part. I don't like the fist or the snowball on the left-hand side. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that, my least that's favorite That's a part, part where it's like people get in your way, and that's usually yeah. what ends up. Because you can space yourself out fine. It's like Slime Climb's final little gauntlet at the end. You can space yourself out fine, but as soon as you're introduced to a second or third player, they're going to start jostling you, and it's gonna it's not going to be a good time. 
Yeah, that's that's what I dislike about. I, I I dislike waiting, and you're being so perfect, but one person can just knock into like just tap onto, and you go forward just a little bit, and they'll the fist will hit you and just throw you off to the side. And then with that being said, I will go ahead and give Freezy Peak a C tier. C tier if it's early round, if it's like fourth or fifth, even fifth round, I give that a D tier. I agree. That's shocking to hear, honestly, because you used to love playing Freezy Peak. You would get, you know. And at the same time, it shows up later on now, and yeah, I've grown to... And <laughs> I'm going to give it a B tier, just because I think it's kind of just... It's an okay round. It's fun. It's challenging. But it's not like, oh boy, Freezy Peak. Yeah. Put it this way. If this was week one of season three, I'd give everything an S tier <laughs> at that point, because I was so good at everything so quickly. Um, Snowy Scrap. This is one team game where coordination is important. Uh, mm. This is the one where you need to push the snowball against the fist so you can get more snow racked up. Uh, this was hard for people to grasp at the beginning. I feel like people have gotten better at it, but not to a point where I can say everybody's reliable on this one. Uh, I would say the most amazing quality of this level is that the song they play sounds like Persona 5 music. <laughs> um. So another team-based game. Uh, in the beginning... When everyone's just minding their own business and is trying to get their ball, all the snow on top of it, that's where it's fine. But once other teammates just purposely start trying to, quote-unquote, mess with the other team, unless you're in a group of two, there's no point of trying to mess with... If you're running solo, like, if you're red and you're going for blue, and you're the only red just going towards blue, you're not going to stop them. You're just going to benefit them because you're only one character and they could just either hold on to you or you're just going to push it still towards snow there's snow everywhere it's not snowing like a little pile it's literally all around you and when everybody's pushing the snowball one way and someone on the other team i mean someone on the same team is pushing it the other way it's like what are you doing yeah don't you see all of us <sighs> pushing it this way that's what that's why i don't like team games when <sighs> that one person can actually because now, like now, like I said, you have to run it in two. If, it, if it's an enemy team, that makes sense why they would try to stop you. But when it's your own teammate as well trying to like just be on the other side with the other guys, like what's the problem mm-hmm. with that? So, Snowy Scrap, I'm going to say for sure this is a C, maybe a low C tier for me. Um, I, you guys touched on all the topics that come as, come across as problems to me, so I'm going to put Snowy Scrap in d tier not uh not my favorite <laughs> it's mm, i don't think it maybe i'll give it a c it's okay it's still one of the better team-based ones when we're all on this when the three of us are on the same <laughs> team we manage yeah penguin pursuit is next <laughs> pursuit. oh man this game did not show up for, for like while. the first month of the third season for me and i don't know if it was because they hadn't released it yet i think they addressed the problem on twitter that it was just not showing up for people but i was not excited when it came out you know that game where you pick up the penguin and you hold it and try not to lose it (laughs) i it's another team-based games but it's one of the ones that's it's terrible where if your teammate has the penguin but the opposite team is just so good whoever whatever pair of twos that try to grab or whatever it is they're just so good, and they literally stop your entire team from scoring any points. I don't know. That's just uh, that's such an opposite of what I feel like the game is going for in the sense of it's just a race. 
you're supposed to go to the finish line and it's just obstacles. It's not an obstacle that's stopping you. It's another player. And that's where I have a problem with it. I feel like the amount of aggression in that level coupled with the music for the level, mm-hmm. not, <laughs> it just makes it really frustrating when you're trying to grab the pe- the penguin and you just hear this. And they're just whimsical... zipping and zooming. Yeah, there's no rhyme or reason to where they go. And, you know, they'll go and, I, I mean, I think it's a clever game or a clever round that they have but at the same time it's just they anticipated the penguin to be more of a mascot for fall guys season three Mm -hmm. and he just ended up causing so much destruction and a a competition for magic dragon that the magic dragon (laughs) was very upsetting uh losi for me that's that's an f for me you're gonna give that's f I'm giving it because talk about not only is like I said, it, it is not what is not what guts is about. It's not about your score. <laughs> it's about you literally going player versus player, and then you can feel the tension and the frustration with people trying to grab it. Or you like I literally had this pain for two seconds, and there's literally five people just ganging up on me, making sure I can't score any points for my team. Like I said, if it's it's too much, it's too much of a player versus player, and you know how I feel about that right yeah. now. So I'm giving it an F. My reasoning for Losi is that you can get so far ahead to where it becomes really hard for anybody to catch up. But it's circumstantial. Am I playing with people I know? Or am I playing with randoms? Can I communicate with them? Can I not communicate with them? It's circumstantial, I think. I think when one of the team players knows to hold the other player that's going after you, I think that's when it starts becoming interesting because I... It's just, it's again, it's a good strategy. But when everyone is going for the Penguin and it's not like someone trying to hold back the red team member and, and keep them away from you, that's when it gets frustrating. So, Are there gold penguins in this one? No, there's no gold penguins. No? Yeah, imagine if there's a gold penguin. And they and give you gave, five like, points, points every couple of seconds. <laughs> that gave like double points of that. Oh, I could see I, that being a problem. That would, honestly, would it be a problem though? Because then everyone else is trying to get the gold one, but then it's like, True, the it's like three it's can like just basketball, be kind of left alone. Where it, people go for the gold one, and that's your chance to just get all the other ones in. <laughs> yeah, distract them with the gold one, then everyone else can just grab the regular ones. Yeah. All right. Finally, for season three's non-final round, snowball survival—the one where the snowball, the giant snowballs are rolling around and knocking people around, and you're falling through the cracked ice. I, I hate this round. <laughs> I, I hate. I, I know it. you have a passion to hate it. Yeah. F tier. Yeah, it's okay. A, it's fine. This was a mid-season update, so I think everyone was, you know, we'd gotten used to the rounds that we had initially, and then they're like, "Oh boy, new round," and it's not the most unique. Put it in the shadow realm. Yeah, shadow realm. No, for me. it's fair. I give it a C. It's fair. F and shadow realm. <laughs> I'm just not big into it. I'm 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 good at it when my um right stick isn't messing me up like it was on the on the last session, but I just don't see any like interesting gimmick aside from it's just the snowballs and your the random nature of it. I don't know. It was so they could test the widescreen. I, I, I despise that everyone on obviously everyone else just starts landing on the the ice and it starts breaking it on purpose. That's where I have a problem with it yeah. too. It's a it's a one of those thin ice tricks that people do so yeah anyway we're on to round three round three is our current season 4041 season four 
I believe that it's the best season yet. It's going to be hard to top it, honestly. Although, Mediatonic might find a way. Um, so we start with Skyline Stumble. This is the one with the... This is that new Nissan yeah. car. <laughs> that new Skyline. The new Skyline Stumble. Um, it's very good. Side paths at the end are, are a blessing when the when everybody tries to go for the pinball bumpers. There is mm-hmm. some points where you get knocked around a little. There's some Mario Gal- or Mario um, 3D World inspired like light bridges going on there's a zero gravity jump i really like skyline stumble it might be my favorite opening round of fall guys i would give it an a as of how good it is it's honestly not that bad the only complaint is the maze part where people can hit the switch and you're like i'm literally Mm. waiting for the thing to turn you're waiting for it to turn and then you're about to jump in it and then someone hits the switch and now you just turn around you see a guy on the switch and you're just like what was that for and what games does he have on his Switch, I wonder? True. <laughs> yeah, I just think uh, the entire nature of Season 4 is just beautifully done. I yeah. think the color schemes, I think the, you know, how much, at least I know, we predicted the theme for Season 4 as being space-themed and us taking the win when it was future-themed. But even though, you know, they There's have a lot of space stuff. Saturns and stars and everything, and it... it you me know. and Robert have actually talked about that on, on other episodes. I've listened how we to the episode. <laughs> I have listened to the episode. Thank you. Um, but it's definitely, I think it's because it's still so fresh as well. It's just such a nice level. It's so good. The, it's not hard. The only part of that level that I don't like is after the maze portion, you have the little bars that mm, hit you. The swings. There's almost no way to recover from falling from that before another one hits you unless you just kind of power through one fell swoop i always fall through the little sliver like right right after at that. the end it's mm. terrible but uh, I, i've never fallen through that well consider yourself lucky because it happens you to me do all it the all time. the time daniel every time we play you're just like i keep falling i'm just like through what through that sliver but all things considered i'm giving skyline stumble an s yeah. it's among my favorite rounds in the whole entire game it's amazing i already gave it an a uh, I'm going to give it an S as well. It's just, it's a pleasant surprise. There's a lot of new challenges, but it also is very reminiscent of some older Fall Guys yeah. uh, levels. Next up is Roll On. It's a version of Roll Out that's a race. It's usually a first or second round, and you stay on the rotating cylindrical platforms. Not too much, like, out of the ordinary with it. It's not even 4041 themed. It's themed like a regular Fall Guys level. Um, it's fine. Uh, I don't like, I don't know, there's, there's I think it's, I don't like the, the frustration of, I'm waiting for this platform to turn, but then some guy just grabs me and then I, I fall forward into a gap and I, and I, you know, I'm out the round. There are a lot of people that grab towards the end of that. I, I just don't like grabbing. I don't like another person able to grab me and then kill my momentum and just, like, I fall forward. This is just one of those levels that you can't jump on at all. Like, if you just yeah. consistently keep moving and you are rolling on with what you're doing, you're fine. But the minute you jump, the gravity just pulls you down. Like, there is no chance of recovery unless you know how to fall on a wall. Yeah, because if you the have wall to get lucky is, with that. Yeah, on if this the one. wall is coming up and you can see that before you try to jump, you're fine. But if you can just consistently keep moving through this one and just balancing your 
the the joystick between you usually fine and then you come to the end and you jump and you don't think there's a gap but then there's a gap overall i'm gonna say b tier for roll on for me d I I I always I always get knocked out by someone else. I'm also gonna go with a B tier just because it's fun. I enjoy it. I enjoyed the challenge of it, but you know it's it's hard when other people get in your way. Just like on the other rolling matches, people are usually in your way. So B for me. All right. Next up, short circuit, a real race with laps. This can go sideways. There's a lot of interesting bumper obstacles. There's some, like, lightsaber-type fences that move up and down. Uh, there's some zero-gravity sections where people can mess you up by switching the gravity from high gravity to low gravity or low gravity to high gravity. And you got to go through it twice. Once is kind of like, a, okay, let me see how I can set this up. And the second should be smooth sailing because the setups are all there. I really do like Short Circuit. It's very inspired. Um... And I'm. I think we can anticipate more rounds like this in future seasons. This this one should have been the kart racer one. Yeah, yeah this like, final round, please. <laughs> um, Imagine fall guys in carts. Yeah, it's just the beginning when they're previewing the level and they have to show you the entire race every yeah. time. <laughs> it goes on a little too long when they're doing the preview. <laughs> uh, I'm wondering if maybe they'll change that for the 4.5 update because people know what the level's about at that point yeah, so maybe. unless you're joining in you know um i personally give short circuit a an a tier for myself i I'll give enjoy, it an a tier too i enjoy it i think it's really fun i like the high and low gravity concept that they that was added in uh skyline stumble initially but then um it's reintroduced with the high gravity in um short circuit so a tier for me it's an s for me you think it's an S? Wow. That's pretty It's an S. Pretty it's high my grade. only Yes, because all it is is literally you and the and the match. It's not you and versus players, it's you and the arena, you just have to get through it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing preventing you or stopping you from finishing the the game. Mm. Most people don't grab in that level either. Everyone is just powering through. They just want to get through the race. It's the same with Skyline. People don't tend to grab. Maybe when you're when trotting ju- on up the when you're the... jumping and people are shooting the stars at you though that oh, is yeah, a that very is... intentional <laughs> that's very you gotta know how to weave <laughs> your way around those kind of thing, so you know? an s rank for you for a uh, short circuit that's interesting mm-hmm. that's cool though uh next up hoverboard heroes this i believe oh, to be boy. the weak point of season four this is Shadow a Rome. Yeah, you're yeah, <laughs> you're waiting on this thing. You have to jump off. It's like those levels in platformers where you stand on a platform and then there's a rock. You can't stay on the platform. You have to jump over the rock and get back on the platform. And it ends with a pinball bumper that launches you in. And if you bump anybody on your way into the goal, you will not make it and you will instantly be disqualified. I don't like hoverboard heroes. No. Uh automatically shadow realm i don't like it such a slow board uh everything can stop you from players to obstacles and any little mistake you can get hit from one of the laser like beams coming down on you Mm -hmm. and you go flying across on the platforming part where you have to get on top obviously go over the board and then same thing there's like the gravity uh shifts where you can go higher but i don't know i just i can never make it through this i've maybe made it through it twice and I've played this so many times. It takes some getting used to. Um, 
I'm gonna also give it an F and ban it to the Shadow Realm. Unpopular opinion, I actually like this level. Ooh. Oh, uh, man. Everything except the beginning when there's a lot of visual disparities and you can't tell where and when the, the lasers are moving up and down. I have an issue with that, too. That's about it in terms of me not liking it. Uh, I think there's a lot of elements to it. I like the moving platform. I I don't know. I just, I just like how much there is to this level. It really gives you, like, a flavor of everything that they've in, that they put into season three there's everything or excuse me season four there's everything in it um you know you get the the shooting um the games the the stars yeah the, the stars the saturns the remote control or the controllers um the little things that look like everlasting gobstoppers <laughs> um <laughs> you're you're really getting everything in that and then you get the high gravity and then you have to watch when the the hoverboard comes back from under you. You know, I I think it is fun. I think it takes a lot of it does take some time to get used to, but I enjoy it. And I like the end when they just pinball you into the end. It looks really funny to watch. Um, so I'm personally gonna give Hoverboard Heroes a B tier. That's like the biggest disparity between mm. tiers so far. <laughs> oh, I man. say ban it to the Shadow Realm, but that's just get rid. I would get rid of it. <laughs> All right, next up, big shots. Um, up until <laughs> up until yesterday, I had never lost big shots. Then I lost twice. Oh no! <laughs> I think it was because I'm I'm not gonna straight up blame my right stick acting up last night, but I'm gonna have to jinx it. yourself. Yeah. You jinxed yourself. Um, this is a very easy round where you usually just don't have to move if you stand in the right spot. Oh. I've had some times where people have tried to grab me. And one time somebody was just after me, so I had no choice but to grab him back. And I never do that. It's got you got to make me really mad to have me do that. It's just you're standing on a seesaw, and there's those objects are being, you know, shot at you. Mm-hmm. I thought they were gonna make it harder by adding more objects shooting at you from the back, but they have yet to do that. It's it's so easy that there's been multiple games where I stand, I literally stand where I spawn, and I literally don't move, and then I'm just I'm there the whole time. Yeah, and I've, I've gone into through. idle animation in that in that game. Yeah, I personally feel like big shots is just a little. It's it's easy. It's not a difficult round, especially again if you know how to just stay on one side of the platform, avoid falling into the slime below or the whatever is below. Um, I think some cool variants could come up for this. I think if maybe there was uh, another seesaw that you could jump onto, I think that would be cool. What if they added a fan? No fans. No. <laughs> no more fans. I think this is the season where the fans start to turn off. Because <laughs> you know they're going to add variants probably when the season 4.5 update comes mm. out. Um, Big Shots, it's a B. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, I also, yeah, I I agree with a B. I just think it's kind of middle of the line. It's fun. I enjoy it, but not anywhere near something that I'm looking forward it's to. It's usually a nice break. Yeah, it is a nice break. <laughs> See, see, you don't have to move. Yeah, you don't have to move to pass that game. So you don't. It's have to an move auto run game. level. Yeah, just <laughs> go grab a water or something. Next up, Power Trip. This is probably the best team game in Fall Guys, um, especially when you know about going to the top. Because most people don't think about going to the. Most people are trying to grab batteries. Um, so if you're towards the top at the end. 
and you're just coloring in those top spaces, you're going to be at least 30 points ahead of the other team. This is the Splatoon of Fall Guys. This is basically a mode where you play Splatoon. It's this really is the Cubert of Fall Guys. Yeah, Cubert, Splatoon, what have you. <laughs> uh, it's easy. It's honestly, honestly, when you figure out how to do the double hit, when you can hit two rows at the same time, mm-hmm. once you figure that out, it's honestly easy. Yeah. Uh, I don't, it is easy. I think the concept is easy, but I think it's really easy to mess up at the last five seconds because it fluctuates so much. Like you're at, you know, 102 points and then you're at 105 and then the other team's at 103, you know, it's just, it, it's just like Splatoon. Yeah. (laughs) I, I will agree that if you're not at like 257 and 125, it's not a guaranteed victory. If you're even at like. 230 and they're at 180 they have a chance to yeah. just yeah. completely shift the time so it is kind of really tense at the end where you know if you don't have that big of a gap it can change no matter what yeah it doesn't it has take to that be long. a wide yeah, it has to be a yeah. wide gap in order it, for it to be like a guaranteed victory definitely one of the less lesser like distinguished winning team games versus you know fall ball which you know when someone's gonna yeah. get a goal you know, and with all that being said i'm gonna give power trip the highest A I can possibly give it without it actually hitting S because it is pretty good. Uh, S. Mm. Give it an S. Uh, I also give it uh, an A tier just because of how fluctuating it is. It's never just guaranteed. Um, and I'm like really bouncing back forth here between A or S, which is why I'm like, it's as high as an A. It's like an A plus. I'm yeah. just like, there's just there's just a few little things that are better with a little team coordination on that one, and that's just what mm-hmm. holds it back for me. Now, what requires a bit more team coordination is basketball. Um, it's better than fall ball, but it has a lot of problems, I think, um, especially in regards to, you know, latency is a thing with these grabbing games, and your teammates maybe putting it in the wrong basket, even though the instructions are right there on the screen, and sometimes teammates grabbing you. Basketball is the better get the ball in the goal game, though. I think this is probably, I'll, I'll say this right now, <laughs> it's a double S. Really? This is a super, super, I like this one. It's You're pretty so good much at it. fun. Ball is life, because ball is life, that's why. <laughs> It's so much fun because obviously you may have that one annoying teammate or that one teammate that doesn't understand that they're scoring the wrong place. But most of the time, even if I lose, it's just like, oh, well, we lost. But honestly, I have way more fun playing it. It's when I have fun. I don't care if I lose, but if I have fun playing it, I'll put it up there. It's a double S for me. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it a B. I hate this game. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. I feel so like I just I, I don't know. I... Just, I don't, I can't find any redeeming qualities to it just because I, I either one am jumping too early trying to get into the hoop. So I'm actually jumping through regular gravity. I'm not jumping through the high gravity. Um, someone usually tries to grab me cause they're following me to the basket with either a regular basketball or a golden basketball. I have the tendency to be spacey sometimes and my mind will float and I will actually just drop the ball and that's it then someone else has it you know it's just it's just not for me it's just another egg scramble in my opinion it's just too it it usually shows up with the the least amount of people you usually have you know four and four 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 or five and five on a four and four basketball is really easy compared to the ten and ten yeah it won't be as i just i just 
put it so high because I have fun no matter what, win or lose. Mm. But it it's still fun-ish, so I'm going to give it a D tier. There's some real big disparity in this one with a double give, S, a B, and a D. Give us like a week or two and then tell us about our new tier list. And I guarantee you the ones that we're saying we like are going to be much lower. And the ones that we... When they, cha- when they change everything when oh. the new season update drops or whatever. We're going to jinx ourselves right now. Watch them the next <laughs> time we play. When season five gonna... comes out, we're going to be dissing season, uh, season four <laughs> season completely. Four, I guarantee it. Uh, it's you remember happen. Skyline Stumble? We gave it an S. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Round four. Costumes we love. Costumes we want. Um, I'm a big fan of the crossovers. Shovel Knight Doom. Scout from Murder by Numbers, which I was so waiting for, and I've said it on here before. Um, I really like the ice cream costume that I finally got. Uh, some of the colors are cool, Northern Lights being my favorite color. This this season has had really cool costumes, and the ones they've been putting out lately, uh, like the Cardboard Bot, have been cool. Boxzilla is cool. The Godzilla costumes I love. So uh, that's just some that I love. Just a couple. Oh, man. Cuphead, without oh, a yeah. doubt. Doom, Doom Slayer. Uh, I really like the hot dog. A classic. Uh, yes. That's a classic. Uh, I really like. Uh, which one do I, I like? The boxer one. Yeah, that one's. Pretty I really. Cool. I that's the one I ever got my first uh victory. I got my first win on that one. Uh, I mean, I don't really go for, for a lot of the ones you have to pay for. They have to. Be, I mean, I had to spend all my crowns on the cupheads because I really wanted them. Like I said, the skin has to be. I really wanted the ones you went over. Honestly, yeah, they're on my list too. But the ones yeah. you didn't say, I think Cuphead, Hot Dog, uh, the Koala and the Red Panda. I oh really yeah, liked. those the are really good. I love costumes. that. Yeah. But I would say one skin, and I'm saying this, mark my words. I don't know why you have the Crash Dummy one because you never wear, it, and <laughs> I want the Crash Dummy one for beta testers. <laughs> you didn't tell me about it. I would have done it. Well, you something relatively similar now from from season four they do give you a kind of a crash test dupe but it's not the crash test dummy <laughs> i had i don't have it I'm either <laughs> we had daniel we, i'm telling you we had crash test dummy toys that's why i want it wheels once. we yes we grew up with those toys and yeah. i was just like those toys were so cool yeah um so i have a couple costumes that i usually always fall back on um the gato roboto mm. both the standard and the redux ha- are my favorites i've been using the redux a lot um i use the my friend pedro costume a lot uh, i don't have the bottoms for that so i usually pair that with the uh the shorts the boxer bottoms i think uh the rocket is my newest edition and that's just because rockets are just part of my signature i just i like them i love them um trying to think back to some of the more classic costumes that i used to use you've gotten all the dlc i I do have everything except the pop star pack dlc that they just released i haven't used any of the uh like the cyberpunk outfits recently because they've just been dropping a lot of really amazing costumes i do have the murders by numbers top that I really like. Um, it's a little different. I like it because it doesn't have the standard Fall Guys face on it. It looks it looks really cool. Oh, the banana water oh, will yeah. forever be one of my fa- <laughs> Yes, uh, we also have the rainbow water. So we have both of them at this point. But that was 
probably my most sought after costume, especially during the first season. I just, when that was in the store for the very first time, that was when I genuinely felt excited about getting a costume from the Fog Eye store. And it was, it was, uh, kudos or crowns? It was kudos for, uh, banana water. Yeah. So that was amazing. Uh, in terms of colors, Northern Lights is also one of my favorites. I like how, like, glowing it looks. Um, I also like both the banana and rainbow water skins as well. And I also like the, uh, some of the faceplates that oh, they yeah. come out with. The, um, the Beanbot faceplate is good. The, um, Vaporwave faceplate is vaporwave, good. Vaporwave faceplate was Midas, amazing. Midas. Midas is also amazing. They just released that. Uh, I don't know when it'll be back in the store, but it is white with the yellow eyes. Um, yeah. You guys know what my most anticipated costume in Fall Guys is? Doesn't involve a certain side order. It does involve a certain side order. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about those mark on the markers on the map side quest fries. I am talking about those markers on the map side quest fries. It is a version of the fries that is <laughs> light green and blue, and the fries are like a nice purple hueish color. Make it happen, Mediatonic. And then while you're at it, put them Cajun fries in the store too. Put them Cajun fries in the put store. We've been waiting Cajun for how long? Fries in the store. Redux food pack. We you, need it. You showed it in the season 1.5 trailer media tonic. Please help me out. Throw me a bone. Some Cajun fries. Some Cajun Maybe fries. Maybe some ketchup on the side. Mm, with some ketchup on the side. <laughs> and I really uh I thought we could really quickly just rattle off some costumes that we think should be in the game real quick. I think they could do with adding Masters of the Universe. I talk about this all the time. Transformers, Thundercats. I think they could add Power Rangers, make that look really cool. And honestly, Knuckles from the Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Knuckles video game featuring Ice Cap Zone. It plays Ice Cap Zone when you're playing as Knuckles, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. on this uh, ski slide one. <laughs> so what about you guys? What's some what's some costumes you think would be cool crossovers? Because you know the potential is always there with this. There's been some surprising stuff. I would without a doubt by default spawn oh yeah of course i think i think even tom mcfarland i think drew like a what if they made a spawn one (laughs) someone's done it uh i would like to see it enter the dragon bruce lee outfit Mm -hmm. with the hair and the pants and then the markings that'd be pretty cool this one i know i would really like a warriors one all the all the different groups from the warriors would be cool imagine that all it's like eight of them there's, warriors. I would oh, love to no. see a Warriors variation. Imagine they did a whole Warriors theme, and oh all of, they have every single like street level fall guys. Part of that. Street level fall guys, like that's season five or something. Yeah. Although I still think uh, season five is going to be either Western or <clears throat> I came up with this yesterday, Follywood. That'd be a good one too. Follywood. I I am a big fan of Western. I would love to see a, a cowboy hat on a fall guy. I yeah. think that would be really cute. <laughs> I think all I have is Kratos, because he famous was Fortnite, in Fortnite character. Yeah, he was in Fortnite. Uh-huh. Scott Pilgrim, without a doubt, famous uh, video game character. <laughs> and then a Solid Snake one. Solid Snake. I would, would be love cool. to see a Solid Snake fall guys with the bandana and everything. That would look cool. Um, mine fall a little bit more towards the anime side. Uh. Sailor Moon, of course. Just a standard Sailor Moon. It would be cool to have variants of all the others, but Sailor Moon and a tuxedo mask 
Fog Eye. I want a tuxedo mask. Really? I I mean, no, I want Jupiter. Jupiter would be great too. Like you have to have all of them. But like, imagine having a standard and then just having variant, like different colors that you could get for them. Like that would just be amazing. But I mean, we already have a tuxedo mask. The incognito fall guy already has some sunglasses on like (laughs) let's just make that a white mask like let's like go yeah um put a top hat some wear top hat yeah yes the top hat um and you could be this you could be the santa (gasps) and you could transform (laughs) into tuxedo say it's a terrible night for a curse yes (laughs) um daniel what i just thought of this what put put g in fall guys Put top hat G. I'm sorry, but I had to say because that just blew my, I forgot about wow, that. Wow, thank you. I am the world's president. They should put that. Um, I also thought My Hero Academia would be a great crossover as That's well. That's a good one. A little All Might uh, action. Some All Might, some Weak All Might. Deku, Bakugo specifically, just because a Fall Guy with those gauntlets on, <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, oh. And then just a little out there, um, I have a, a love and nostalgia for cereal mascots. So just imagine the Tricks Rabbit, the Lucky Charms, <laughs> Cookie Crisp, Quisp, Quisp, Quisp. Uh, you know, just just stuff like that. Just stuff that brings nostalgia to other people. And and that's why also with like Sailor Moon, you're bringing a lot of nostalgia back and things that icon icons that people just know and see in their daily life. Or for the older crowd that they used to see the commercials every day. You know, it was their morning cereal. Are you listening, Media Tonic? <laughs> Give us Skeletor. We want Skeletor. Skeletor and I would like a Skeletor. Actual He Man costume. What's the matter? Lost your king? <laughs> oh, man. Um, and then JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, of course. Please. <laughs> of course. We are here on our <clears throat> final round, the aggro crag itself, where we're going to talk about finals. First up, Royal Fumble. Ban <laughs> it to we the not Shadow talk Realm. about that. To the Shadow well, this, Realm. <laughs> Take tail tag shadow. and I make mean, it worse. Talk about like we we had Royal Fumble with what ten people? Yeah. When the standard should be like five or four, but we had it once with ten people and it was so chaotic because the tail was going everywhere. And on April Fools they had it with like twenty four people or something. I I despise tail tag. Oh yeah. That's my least favorite. That's that's was, beyond Shadow. That's it, going somewhere else. I was gonna say the same thing. Tail tag is probably my least favorite game. I dread when it comes up. I dread playing it. I Ugh. dread when I start with a tail because that just requires you to run around frantically more. And you can get it as a sixth round sometime, and it's for qualifying. Yeah. I so don't like Royal this game. Fumble. Yeah, I think we can agree that's a Shadow Realm. A unanimous F tier. Ban it to the Shadow Realm. Shadow Put it in a eternal time here. loop. Because it, it always this always happens. You could be the best player, and you have it the whole round. The last second, someone can just just take it just like it's gone and then like a tail tag diminishes your your talent at the game completely you might have to switch it up to be a time thing how how long have you had the tail on you and also latency better latency is an issue with these tail games yeah because you could oh yeah you you try to grab the tail it never shows up and then four seconds later you have the tail and you're like oh 
well, that's it for me, because someone's on top of you at that point still trying to follow the other person. I say take out the Millennium Rod and ban it to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> at least we can be glad that this game usually does not show up. No. I uh, have... Lately it's been... <laughs> well, listen, I have never... I think I've played Royal Fumble one time in my entire Fall Guys career. That's a lot less than I've played it this past week. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Let's talk about a slightly better final. Roll off. This is the final version of roll out. Uh, and roll on. Yeah, and roll on. You are just on two cylindrical platforms and you are surviving. My biggest problem from this comes from when people grab you. Otherwise, I think it's a decent mm-hmm. final. It's a decent final. It's C. It's yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a C. It's a little dizzying for me. I usually get mm-hmm. ta- I usually get tired of playing yeah. this because it can go on for so long. Yeah. I'm also gonna give it a C. It's it's a little taxing and yeah, it, grabbers do ruin it. It's fine. It. Yeah, C tier. It's fine. C tier for me as well. Not a very. There's not much to say about. It's not off. engaging. <laughs> it's not engaging. It's no. dizzying. Um, jump showdown. Jump showdown is one that's like jump club, mm. except sometimes you have a fan and the platforms are always falling. Uh, grabbers are a problem on this one yes. because they know what to do. Like, in Mm -hmm. most finals or games where you have to grab, the people who do go for the grabs know what they're doing. Um, They know how to survive after the grab. I maintain that Robert, and you were there for it too, Darla, has the greatest recorded win of a final on Fall Guys when everybody got knocked off by the fan at the same time. All eight of you. Robert was just lucky enough to win the crown and be the last one to get knocked off. Uh, I thought that was epic. Jump Showdown was the first final I ever won. Not the first crown. That was Slime Climb Round 2, luckily enough. But I've, I'm i fine with Jump Showdown. It's not something I'm rolling my eyes at. Uh, depending. If it has the fan, I roll my eyes. I don't like the fan. Yeah, it's, because it's trickier. One of those, if you know... I have to jump right now, but if I jump, the fan's going to blow me. You're kind of... <laughs> I'm screwed. So it's just like, eh. I kind of just like... If I lose, I lose. It's not a lack of skill. It's more of, I just had bad luck with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, another trick I've learned, I've noticed this last night when we were playing it, this is something that I don't think most people even recognize, and if they do, I haven't recognized it, where instead of grabbing people, when someone jumps right next to you, you can just walk under them and then press jump and then basically bop your head on their foot and they lose balance and then they just start rolling on the floor. Mm. So they have little time to recover for the pillar to come around and hit them. Mm-hmm. I have very fond memories of Jump Showdown because after playing Fall Guys first season for 32, 40 plus hours, Jump Showdown was my first crown win. Um, it was out of luck. Uh, we both got hit off at the same time um, in a pretty heated battle. You know, it was when the platform or when the spinner was moving at its fastest speed, we both got hit off. I just so happened to get hit off of the platform second and survived before the other per- um before the other person so i'm fond of jump showdown i do get excited whenever it shows up because because it was the first thing i won i feel like i have the opportunity to win again but now i feel like i can win all of them but it takes time i think it's a unique case of a game where i'm gonna give no fan the b tier mm-hmm. and i'm going to stick the fan variant in d tier mm-hmm. it really does I bring agree. it down I agree with that. I give the no fan uh, jump showdown an A tier. 
because I feel like it's just it's fun. It's just a fun game, you know. If there's no grabbers, you know, take out the grabbers, like whatever. If you play fair, you play fair. Uh, the fan variant into the shadow realm that <laughs> that does it for me completely. You know, that is, it's just that's it. it it's too short. It's that's it. You know, usually everyone falls off at the same time. It's just not fun. So shadow realm for fan variant. A tier for standard jump showdown. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, Hexagon, the quintessential original final round of Fall Guys. Hexagon, I've won Hexagon, and it's it's a lot of random things going on. It's It has the capacity to go south really quick, and there has been times mm-hmm. when I've just fallen straight down to the bottom and lost. Um, Hexagon is unpredictable. I would rank it higher, but... What frustrates me with that one is you can be on the second row. You're doing so well. You're like, I'm doing super well. And it's like, I just need to land on this next platform and just keep doing what I'm doing. And you could just plummet straight down. Not even to like the bottom floor. You could just plummet straight down to an open floor and then just lose the game right there. Mm-hmm. That's where I dislike it. Another thing is players messing with you, messing up your strat, all that. Like I said, it's a, one of those player versus players thing, which I, I personally don't like. Um, I feel like I like Hexagon a lot more now than I used to. Um, I've learned some strategies of how to play it. I know, you know, they've, they've fixed the latency issues substantially because um, during season one, like original season one, not now, but like mm-hmm. you would try to jump on another platform. Uh, like if you're trying to do that, the bouncing strategy where you're trying to just jump platform to platform. If you stayed on the first platform for a split second too long, you just had no chance of recovery at all. Now I feel like there's a little more leniency with that. Um, It's difficult still uh, relating to the issues that you brought up of just falling to the bottom platform. And then you have, you know, you have one strategy and one strategy alone. And that's to clear out the bottom platform and just make sure you save a path for yourself and not a path for other people. So Hexagon gets a B tier from me. I have some resentment towards Hexagon because I almost won one time and then a guy just did a quick grab, which is the strat to go for if you're being a quick grabber on a <laughs> Hexagon. And his nameplate said Hexagon, and I'm like, mm hmm, could have beat this guy. I could have showed him the what for. <laughs> um, Hexagon for me is going to be a low C tier. B, because I said there's now. I've kind of figured it out, but there's always those one times. Well, I, I guess I don't win it that often, but mm-hmm. when you do win it, it's satisfying. But it's more or less, I would uh, actually, yeah, lower C. Mm-hmm. It is like a low C. Next up is Thin Ice. Thin Ice is my favorite final round. Um, it's like Hexagon, but better. Mm-hmm. Really? I love Thin Ice. I know. I, you I, see me play Thin Ice I Trials like Thin like, Ice constantly. a lot better than I like Jump Showdown because it is essentially the variant but I'm surprised that you like it as much as you do. I've grown to like it as season three went on. And then when they had the nice trials, that's really all I wanted to play because I feel like I think I've won more crowns from the nice than any other final round. Um, I just like how it's le- it's more predictable yeah. than hexagon and you can really visualize and space out where everything is. You can have really good setups. And if you know what the setups are, you can mess with someone else's setups and, you know, end up blocking their path or something. Thin Ice is my favorite final round in Fall Guys. Wow. 
That's saying a lot. That's a lot. That is saying a lot. I don't know if I like it more than Hexagon. I, I, I it's, it has its moments and it has its days, but they're kind of more or less the same to me. It's I need to I need to do this strat, but someone's just gonna mess it up for me. It's that's like, what I get from both of those. It's like what if Hexagon, but Ice Cap Zone. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's better in the sense of you don't have to stay on a higher platform. Everyone's on even playing grounds. And you don't have to worry about falling or plummeting like three floors. You can all the way control down it a little bottom. more. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, but it's on ice. You say that, but it's on ice. It's not that hard to stop from slipping. Just don't go near the edges. People have been known to There's fall. Just people off the grabbing edges. too. Grabbing grab. is a problem, but it's still my favorite button. Yeah. Uh, uh, like I said earlier, I do like it better than I like Hexagon because of the predictability, because of the you you know when the platform is gonna break you know how to jump around you know how to like turn around and move back and jump the other way when you see someone coming up on the other side um i have also won quite a few times on thin ice so i don't know i don't know we've all won a lot of times yeah so i don't know why i would be knocking it down anywhere from like an a tier except for the fact that you can slip and I feel like the recovery is a little harder because of how slippery it is. I feel like it's easier to to think that the platform is okay, move a little bit to try to jump off and then slip. You know. Agree. There or there can be very wide gaps in between platforms like hexagon, but I still really appreciate the level for being a gateway into learning how to strategize at hexagon. You know, I won Hexagon for my first time after learning how to play Thin Ice and learning how to turn around on the platform and, and you know, jump onto the platform on the other side rather than just thinking of always what's in front of me. So I personally get uh, Thin Ice a an A tier. Uh, I'm going to go with an F tier for Thin Ice. B. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Not too much disparity. And finally... The aggro crag itself, the radical rock, fall mountain, the <laughs> the end all be all this is original. What I feel like is the original fall guys finale. Yeah, this and hexagon were what usually showed yeah, up. Yeah, that season was the one. first. Yep, that was it. This is from the Royal original Fumble. trailer. Bro, I thought I thought Royal Fumble was a classic. It is a classic, but, but it's, it's not. It never showed up. Yeah, it's just. It always showed show up for up me. Now. It showed up twice. Oh wow! Once. Um. Fall Mountain is the, and it still does this, it's the only one that gets me, like, so nerve-wracked that I'm, like, shaking whether I win or I lose. It's, there's something about it that's just, I don't like that it gets me like that. Um, and Fall Mountain as a whole, I'm, you know, it's, I, I've won once or twice, maybe. Um, it's frustrating. One mistake can set you back. It's mm-hmm. not a hard game by any means, but one mistake will set you back. Fall Mountain as an aggro crag is amazing fall mountain mm-hmm. as a round i have a chance of winning not quite fall mountain oh fall mountain <laughs> how i i want to give it like a double s or even like a triple s wow. i really do because yes it has its problems and it has all this other stuff but when i think about it nothing's more satisfying than winning a fall mountain round that is absolutely true. That is the best final to win. Like climbing your way it's, to the top of the aggro crag. It's so satisfying. For the peace. And, but what holds it back is those, like, if you just 
run through it and you have no mistakes, it's a guarantee win, no matter what. If you could be the most the most perfect player, but you just trip on a little pebble, it's over because there'll be like five other people right behind you yeah. or five other people on the other side going gunning for it. But I just I feel like it's such a classic because when you win it, you're just like I won Fall Mountain, and that was my first victory. That's why I want to give it such a high like praise because that was my first like win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It there's just something so rewarding about winning what seems honestly like the title final. Still, it still reigns supreme. You know, there's just something so. It's what they showed in the trailer. It's just something so glorious about making your way to the top of the mountain. You're at the top of the aggro crag. You know, it feels like the top of the mountain in real life. You know, like the moment that. And then you can breathe at the end. It feels like you're going to get a glowing piece of the radical rock. Yeah. You can get your name sandblasted on your crown. Yeah. Like, talk about exactly. a satisfying victory. Exactly. And it's just, you know, seeing all those who tremble before you or you know who are following after you just to see you grabbing the crown which was initially an issue is knowing the strategy to grab the crown you do not dive for the crown jump and r2 that's it jump and grab rules to live by in wall guys by the way jump and grab (laughs) Mm -hmm. don't you know i mean you could dive at least you could dive in wall guys a little bit yeah do not like for for new players or new listeners of the podcast Diving for the crown at the end will not, you will bump off of the crown and you will be sad because I've done it multiple times. But you know what Fall Mountain is missing? Mike O'Malley hosting and Moira Kirk telling us about the rules and the, the points rules. distribution. <laughs> Come on, at the sound of my whistle, players will go up Fall Mountain and then they'll win a piece of the Radical Rock. The real I'm question gonna... is, is it more, is it easier when there are more people or when there are less people? Less people. It's easier when there's less when there's a, it's a four fall mountain it's like there's you, only three other people so if they're doing terrible i have a guarantee i have a guarantee victory but there's five other people right behind you and there's five on the other side it's just like i have no chance i cannot mess up i, th- I just think it's sometimes it's easier with more people because there are people fighting against each other once one person gets pushed back the other person gets pushed back I still think it's easier with mm, less people true. because there's a lot of jostling with more people. If you have a 15-person round of Fall Mountain, which is the cap, I believe, everyone's going to have a bad time. Yeah. And Fall Mountain will be decided by whatever bumper nonsense is happening at the end. So I would say Fall Mountain... I would say winning Fall Mountain is the real triple S we gained along the way. Yeah, But that's the Fall Mountain victory. as a whole... Needs to be improved. Low B. Really? Yeah. It needs to be improved in the sense of you have to have more obstacles at the very end. Mm-hmm. Because once you get past a certain amount, you're just like, it's straight run, easy victory, no problem. I I personally give it a relatively high A almost to an S. And that's just because I've grown to love it. You know, whenever it comes up, I'm rolling up my sleeves, ready to play, ready to Mm -hmm. just get ready to tackle the aggro crag. You know, it's like this is (laughs) this is the final round that feels like I need to win this. And I can with enough determination. Imagine improving uh, Fall Mountain. Add six lights on each side that you need to actually push and put a point counter maybe. And then get the crown if you've touched all your lights, like in Aggro Crag, the real Aggro Crag. Media Tonic, don't act like this was not inspired by the Aggro Crag from Nickelodeon Guts, <laughs> hosted by Mike O'Malley. <laughs> Nickelodeon Guts 
Takeshi's challenge. Uh, wipe right? out. There's like so many th- wipe out. And it's funny with the wipe out thing, just because we didn't say it earlier. That's usually how we describe it to people when they're wondering what Fall Guys is. Is we just say it's <sighs> a wipe out that includes jelly beans for characters, like wipe out, but hot dogs and burgers yeah. and fries and Cajun fries. Is there any other game like Fall Guys out there that's not a direct like tie into a a show like the wipeout game no no i I think i mean this game this type of concept of a game show of players against each other being put against each other to like see who's the best of the best on a mountain or climbing i think that has been around since like tv started the 70s like color tv it's like media tonic you have something good on your hands keep it going strong don't lose your way media tonic oh yeah keep coming out with great themes western theme please the fall guy in the cowboy hat follywood and, and the boots come on some boots some we- some boots Follywood with the sp- spurs. spurs boots with the spurs Dude, with follywood imagine how much movie tie-ins they can do oh, i mean since sure. epic an indiana bought, jones crossover if fortnite can get that many skins for from epic imagine what they can do with fall guys come on mediatonic the blueprint is right there well i'd say we did us a fall guy special what do you guys think um (laughs) i mean how long is this gonna be yes this is a guarantee a special yeah (laughs) it's definitely gonna be our longest episode yet (laughs) so we about wrapped up then yep i i feel like i've well i never feel like i've said what i need to say about fall guys because it is honestly one of the games that have changed my life in terms of gaming it's one of the games that has rekindled my love for gaming yeah you know i'd taken a large gap a large break from it and fall guys just the nature of it the, the whimsy the characters has you know brought my love back into games um fall guys plushies please true <laughs> second that um, they don't have plushies imagine if they made them actual scale six oh, feet no. tall oh, i would man. still buy one <laughs> they i mean costco would be the only place you can sell them <laughs> yes. in person but uh I agree with Darla in the sense of there's so much more we can talk about. There's always so much more I can always talk about any topic we're on, but, you know, so much time that we can put into a single episode before it gets too long. For the time being, I think we did us a special. <laughs> now, how would you rate Fall Guys as a whole game? Now, how would you I rate mean, as a whole honestly, game? it's a 10 for me. It's too much fun. <laughs> 11, I keep coming back. 11. It's... I would be the not the downer, but I say eight in the sense of it could be improved way more, but it's very will. little that can that can improve it. Yeah, it's like it's not a lot they need to improve. It's just little things, and it's honestly a ten out of ten. Yeah. Everything needs improvement. Something always needs an improvement, but I think a high an eight out of ten for me that's pretty high because yeah. I want to give a lot of things an eight or a ten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, then that about wraps up the markers on the map Fall Guys extravaganza. It's been a long time coming. And uh, we would like to thank our special guest, Darla, for joining us on this podcast adventure this week. And you, of course, can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, who it looks like everything's finally fixed. Um, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean, if you wish. Um, please follow our Twitter at Markers on the Map. We appreciate every follower. We appreciate every interaction. We appreciate every listen. And please subscribe on Apple. Maybe leave a rating and a review. That helps. And, uh... Yeah, I guess there's not much left to say besides Sega. <laughs> dear Sega. Dear, dear Sega, please, from me and the Markers on the Map crew, 
please re-release Sonic 3 and Knuckles with the original Ice Cap Zone music. It's near and dear to our hearts. It's a very precious thing. Ice Cap Zone music is life. And that the real aggro crag was the trophy we had our name sandblasted on along the way. So we'll see you next time. Bye. Later. Thank you. Bye. Bye.